the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Free Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Free Show. And before we get started, I just want to say a prayer. Because, you know, we have to have prayer in our lives because the Lord wants us to be uh, one with Him. And the way you do that is to be able to have conversation with Him, spend time with Him, quality time with Him, and to be able to talk with Him. And the best way to learn about Him is to have a Bible and to read His Word and to digest the Word. Let it just penetrate. Let it get in you. And when you memorize scriptures, you can lean on them later. And so when I, was, when I jumped into the seat here and got set up for today, um, you know, I'm like, what am I going to call this show today? And the first thing that came up when I was at this event this morning early, I had to meet my uh, KKLA rep, Craig, uh, at 6.30 in the morning at, in Glendale parking lot. And then he drove the rest of the way to Azusa Pacific University. And there they had a pastor's conference. And I had, I really hadn't done any research on who was going to be there. I was committed because I was asked, hey, can you show up? And when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. No matter what the sacrifice is, I do it. And boy, did I not want to get up at 3 o'clock this morning? Yes, that is a definitely yes. Was it worth it? Absolutely. And sometimes the best return comes from the biggest sacrifices. There's a lesson there, isn't there? So when I was thinking about what to call the show today, the first thing that came to mind was First Thessalonians where it says, in all things give thanks. And since we're uh, approaching very quickly, I might add, um, Thanksgiving, it's such, I, you know, I just love Thanksgiving because it's a friendly reminder that how important relationships are how important it is to give thanks in all things because there are so many people that might not be with someone to share a meal, just a simple thing like sharing a meal or, you know, just no one to create traditional memories or tradition and maybe not have any family here, local. So keep that in mind, would you? Keep that in mind because you might run across somebody that it's kind of like when you go to a party and you do a scan of the room, and you'll find one individual that is standing alone and is not talking to anybody. Then everybody else is having conversation with somebody, but then there's this one person. And the reason this comes out for me is when I was in a wheelchair, and it's uncomfortable sometimes for people to talk to people in wheelchairs. And I was alone and not talking, and it's very difficult to walk up to somebody when you're in a wheelchair because you got this bulky thing around you that kind of prevents you from getting anywhere close to a person to have a kind of quiet conversation. So I realized then 
that sometimes in my uncomfortableness, um, I'm alone and I'm feeling very like I, like there's a light beaming down on me like, oh, look at her. She doesn't have anybody to talk to. And uh, it brought me to the point of this little message that I'm giving you right now is to scan the room when you go into a party. And instead of thinking about you and your uncomfortableness like I was thinking, look around the room for somebody else that doesn't have a conversation happening. And you could be the one to walk up to that person and say, hi, my name is. And what brought you here today? And it's as simple as that. And I know sometimes people are shy and, oh, boy, you know, what if you're not um, received? But, you know, you're not going to know unless you try, right? There's another lesson for the day. So, you know, we have a lot of parties that are going to happen. And, uh, you know, we're very blessed if we're invited to some parties and get to know some people. But there's always other people that might be there alone. And they might, you, you don't know where they've been. You don't know uh, what they're facing or what they faced before they got to this party or get together. So share the love of Christ with them and get out of yourself and be there for others. That's a message. And in all things, give thanks because you're there and there's other people there. And I've said this before that a lot of the times, well, not a lot of the times, but sometimes I'll ask people, oh, did you like church? Or, you know, if you're trying out a new church, how, did you like it? And they'll say, oh, you know, I really didn't get much out of it, and I didn't feel like the message was for me. And I'd like to just challenge you a little bit and say, Lord, where do you want me to sit, and who do you want me to serve today? Instead of who are you looking to have serve you? I think you're going to find... Uh, the joys in the giving. And I think you're going to find that the Holy Spirit will guide you and the results uh, and the blessings come out of obedience and being there and serving one another. I think some of my most wonderful memories of church going up until this point was when I did just that. When I said, I'm not going to be comfortable today, Lord, and I'm not going to sit in my normal seat I'm going to just go where you lead me, and I'm going to sit where you want me to sit, and I want you to guide me um, with the people that are around me. Help me feel. Help me sense. Give me your Holy Spirit and your presence to help me to be present and to feel what you want me to do next. It's pretty amazing what happens. If you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to you. I want to say this is the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. And if you are a jingle person, help me with a jingle, would you? And uh, thank you, San Diegans, for tuning in. I really appreciate it, the 4 o'clockers. And then in Ventura, the 5 o'clockers, I really appreciate you tuning in with the word. 6 o'clockers, L.A., Orange County, and surrounding areas. The signal, we never know just how far, how deep, how wide those signals go. But, you know, if you're listening to the Sue Freeze show right now, I don't believe it's a coincidence. And I always say that coincidence is when God decides to stay anonymous. Have you ever had, like, wow, that's really strange, or wow, that's really cool? Usually it's because God is there. And he's just there. And he's a gentleman. I love to be sitting here having a conversation with somebody and sharing your story and getting to know you better. Uh, I'm all about that. And the Lord wants to get, he already knows everything about you, 
But you don't know everything about him. And the more you learn about him, the more you're going to realize just how special he is and how special you are. Where I was this morning was Azusa Pacific uh, College. And uh, we were there for a pastor's conference. And I did not know I set up my little table and I have my little banners that are up. And I have my Sue Freeze banner on the right. And I have my COLA termite and pest management services on the left. And then I have tablets that I give out. And I have some other things and um, just things to hand out. And uh, while I'm standing there, people come up and they'll ask questions. And I have an outback drawing. And so people like to fill out their little outback drawings. They get a free dinner maybe. And we get to talk a little bit. And I talk about, oh, I love your, I love listening to your advertising, you know, your advertisements on KKLA and the fish. Uh, And I said, do you listen to my show? And they're saying, you have a show? And I said, yeah. And they say, it's about bugs. And I say, no, it's not about bugs. It's about life. It's about real life. It's about life lessons. It's about the parallels of business versus relationships that we can take home because no matter where we are, what we're doing, there are golden nuggets that we're gathering. Hopefully we're gathering all day, every day. We have to be just paying attention to them and and they come to you. So it was really reassuring and refreshing to have people come up and say, oh, yes, I I listened to your show. Thank you so much. And I always ask, you know, is there anything that you would like for me to talk about? And let me think about that is their answer. And then uh, is there anything that you think I need to do to improve upon the show? No, no, no. Just keep doing what you're doing. There's this one gentleman who came up. I think he came and talked to me like five different times. And he said that he was interested at one time. Uh, looking at the opportunities uh, for employment because we're always talking about we need more people and we do still need more people. We're growing quickly and uh, we're just trying to take care of all those customers out there that we are getting. Uh, They need our services and we want to serve them. And so if you know somebody that is looking for a career, not a job, we're, we're interested in talking with you. And we have offices from San Diego all the way up to Paso Robles. So If that's you or if you know somebody, please get them to get in contact with us. With that being said, after um, I'm having these conversations and whatnot, and I'm blessed more than they're blessed, but some people knew about the show and some people didn't, and I'm just wishing that everybody knew about the Sufri show. I just want everybody to know about it. It's a labor of love, and I really just want to be able to share God's love, his stories, how he's brought me through, how he's brought others that I know through tough times, because, you know, we all go through tough times. And how we deal with those tough times is what gets us through. And when we have this man spirit called Jesus, it doesn't make us weak. It's not a crutch. It's given us the strength to endure. And the more we get to know him, and who he is, it just, there's this wonderful warmth and love that takes over all the stresses of the day, the week, the month. And being at this conference today, there was Johnny Erickson Tata, and if you don't know who she is, Johnny and Friends, who I think she was 18, took a dive, paralyzed. She's 50 now. She just, no, actually, no, she's more than 50. She's older than me. I think she's 68. And I was like stunned because she looks so amazing. And her she just has the preciousness in her face. It's like an angel. And to hear her talk um, about what it's been like being in that wheelchair for 50 years 
Yes, 58, 50, do the math, yes, um, 18. Anyway, she talks about it because when you look at her, even with her hands that she can't really use too well, um, she's moving fine from the neck up and everything else. She's in a wheelchair, and that wheelchair is her friend and her enemy all at the same time. And she talks about the weakness she has and how her strength is from the Lord. And in listening to her talk, you kind of, it, it puts you in a place of perspective to realize that whatever you're going through, when you put it in perspective and relate it to what she, she's talking about real life. She's talking about getting up in the morning and not being able to hop out of bed, to get up in the morning and have to have people there that are helping you get your clothes on and feed you and wipe your nose and uh, you know, get you to the potty and just do the normal functions that you and I might take for granted. And in listening to her, my tears, I just, uh, I just teared up because I'm thinking, you know, in my situations that I'm dealing with right now, I, you know, it feels overwhelming sometimes, just totally overwhelming dealing with the legal aspects, the accidents, the employees that are wanting more or uh, wanting something different. And trying to keep the win-wins going all the time and everybody wanting a piece. And to just try to find the balance between time with my children and time with those that I love. And, and just balancing everything. And I know some of you can really relate to what I'm saying right now. But when I listen to her and I'm thinking, my problems don't seem very big. And it puts things into perspective that when you really have time with your Lord, and you really understand there's this peace that comes over you, and that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And he says, in all things give thanks. Even things that don't feel like you want to say thanks, it doesn't say wait till you feel like it and then give thanks. He's just giving you that, saying that in all things give thanks. Because if you look at any situation you have, could it be worse? Could it be worse? And you can thank the Lord that it's not worse. And we don't want to, you know, dwell in that. I know I don't. I don't want to be thinking about the negatives. I want to think about the positives. And in order to think about the positives, you have to think about what you have or what you can do, not what you have not and can't. That was pretty good. I like that. But isn't that true? We have to give thanks in all things. We have to be. I can remember when I was uh, had had staples in my leg and the metal plate and ten pins, and I I could not take a shower because I couldn't get my leg wet. And then I put a plastic wrap around it, and I can I'll never forget how I felt the first time. I had a plastic chair that they stuck in the shower, wheeled me in, picked me up, laid me you know put me in that chair, turned on the water, and I'm just like, oh. My goodness, that felt so good to wet my hair, to shampoo my hair, like really shampoo my hair. Okay, we do that every day. I do that every day. I shampoo my hair and take a shower every day. TMI maybe, but, you know, uh, it's just one of those things. But washing my hair could be a chore. Like every day it's like, oh, I have to get in there. I have to, sh- I have to wash my hair. But that day, oh, my goodness. I don't think there's anything that would have been better for me at that moment than washing my hair. And the only reason I bring that up is because we can lose sight, 
driving home, I drove with Craig, my rep for KKLA. He drove me the rest of the way. I said that earlier. And he's like, Sue, look at those mountains. Look, look at that. Isn't that just the most beautiful thing? You know, you don't understand where I grew up. It was not pretty. And so I don't take it for granted. And I said, Craig, I'm a native Californian. And I so appreciate our weather. I appreciate the mountains. I appreciate the clouds and the sun and just the change in weather, even though we don't have the change in the leaves and everything. I went to Ohio, and I just could not believe that change and how the seasons, it's just beautiful. But I am so thankful I live in California, except for doing business in California. It's not so much fun sometimes. Uh, another story for another day. But, but we just can so easily, like I lived close to Disneyland. You know, did I take Disneyland for granted? I think I did. Because some people, they spend their whole life saving up. You really have to save up now with prices. But, you know, you save up so you can take your family to Disneyland. I was at Disneyland every weekend. So, you know, did I have the same excitement over it as somebody that has sacrificed and saved? Probably not. Probably not. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I would really, really, really like it if you would go on that website. When you go on the website, there is many things that you can get. Podcast, eight and a half years of podcast. You can download and listen at your leisure. I love that. Go to Sufri's, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. When you go there, uh, connect with me first of all. I want to know who you are. I want to know how long you've been listening. I want to know what you think, how you feel. Prayer requests. If you need anything, I don't have all the answers and I don't have everything, but I do have, I've been blessed with resources and being in the business world as long as I have and now being in ministry like I've been, um, there's just uh, connections are everywhere and I love that and I would love to share it with you if you need it. So there's a lot there for you. The I am's is something that I talk about regularly and the I am's are uh, talking about what Christ says about you. You know, who you are in Christ. You are victorious, even though you don't feel like it sometimes. The battle's already been fought. The battle's already been won. And you are victorious. And I'm living on that one right now because sometimes I don't feel very victorious. But I'm victorious because I'm his. Not because of me, but because I'm his. And I love that. In all things, give thanks. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're listening to the Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. And I am so humbled and so grateful that I get to be on this show and on FaceTime, Facebook Live, I always say it wrong, um, to be with you today. I'm very appreciative of that. So Johnny Erickson Tata, she just kind of put things in perspective. And basically, she had a whole prepared speech. And after the shooting with the 26 people that died in Texas, she just, her heart, as so many people, looking at the families left behind and asking those questions like, why? But she just talked about it. She goes, I just had to throw my speech out the window because nothing makes any sense. Things are just not making any sense at all, and we don't have the answers. And the pain, another thing she said, and it's so true, and I've said this before, is you can't 
hammer anybody and judge people and say, this is what you need to do. You need to read more scripture and you need to do this and you need to do that. And you slam scriptures on the table and you expect them to digest it. And and this is going to make life go better. Really, that's not really what the people that had these monstrosities happen. It's not what they need. And I don't think she used the word embrace, but the word that came to me was embrace. Be present. Embrace. Love on with the love of Jesus Christ. We just need to feel and understand as much as we can about how someone or what they're going through and the pain they feel and try to meet somewhere to help in any way, any capacity at all. And a lot of the times it's just being quiet and still with the Lord and praying, just praying. And people, some people, they'll say, well, what does that do? You know, you're just, you know, uh, what? Prayer. Prayer is so important. It's our line with our Heavenly Father. It's, it's, it's the telephone without the telephone. <laughs> it's that conversation that we can have. Sure, do we want to shoot a text up to Jesus? We could try. You know, it doesn't have to be audibly. We can just think it. He knows our thoughts before we speak them. He knows every hair on our head. He knows all of that from our womb, from the mother's womb. So that was really big, and, and she was amazing. Just, I don't know. Um, the Holy Spirit is just, you know, it just flows through her, and her strength comes from her Heavenly Father and your and my Heavenly Father. Her strength comes from Him. And the weaker and the less that she could do, the more she had to depend on her Heavenly Father to realize that He's the strength anyway. She's so powerful in her weakness. And isn't there such a message in that? Is that we try so hard to just take it on, to take it all on and be strong. The humble and the meek will inherit the earth. They're they're the blessed ones. We don't have to be, listen to this, we don't have to be strong. We don't have to have all the answers. We don't have to. The Lord wants us to lean on him and let him guide us by just asking him. Ask him to guide us and to lead us in the way that we need to go. And he will direct our path. We're not going to understand everything. It's not for us to understand everything. But if we seek him, he will guide us. If we believe in him and what he stands for and who he is, then we can get through anything in all things. Give thanks. And I and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And that was her message. And she speaks so eloquently and with such heart. It's just amazing to be around her. I just want, I want to be around her more. So we will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this break. 
Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. E.C.O.L.A. Termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And, Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments. It sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services? They're very effective. So if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals, know that we have an array of options for termite control. Don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home. Call E. coli termite and pest control services now. 800-332-BUGS. 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. So thank you so much, E. coli Termite and Pest Management Services. If you need termite, if you need pests of any kind, if you need or have rodents that are, you know, pitter-pattering in your attic, they're trying to keep warm in the winter months, give us a call because they never stop chewing. They can cause fire damage, water damage, not a good thing. So you want to call E. coli Termite and Pest Management Services. Let us come out. We'll give you a free estimate, and we'll tell you what your options are. And then you can, you know, be educated to the point in which you need to be educated to make that intelligent decision on who. And I believe that when you gather knowledge that you're going to find that there is no other choice than E. coli. And I always say I want to be your first choice. I want to be top of mind, first choice. Don't even think about anybody else. But if you can't do that and you need to go elsewhere and you get another bid, let E. coli be your second opinion. Let us just help you work through the process because it's not an easy one and it's not something you deal with every day. It is something I've been dealing with for 38 years now. And I can tell you, I'll give it to you straight. That I will guarantee you. E. coli will give it to you straight. We'll tell you what is going on and then you can make a decision. All right? So after... Joni, I mean, I would have been fine just packing up and leaving after she gave her, it wasn't a speech because it wasn't prepared. It was just totally, totally, totally from her heart, which is the best, always. And this today is from my heart. I I really don't have anything prepared. I'm just sharing with you what I got out of this this morning. And 
it's not very late right now, so <laughs> we're going to keep going. Then Francis Chan got on. And Francis Chan uh, had a church in Simi Valley where I raised my children and lived for 32 years. And um, I remember when he first got to Simi Valley and the church he was in, and then he moved to another church and became senior pastor. I, I remember the church growth, and I remember just sitting, listening to him talk and give his sermons and just, you know, being so real. I love the realness. You know, as people say that about the Sufri show, is that it's real. And I never want to be anything but real. I think real is best. And, and I guess that's something I want to suggest to you is don't try to be somebody you're not. Just be you. Watching Johnny today and watching her get emotional and talk about her inadequacy and her iniquities and just her um, not wanting to get up out of bed and wanting to go to heaven and just end this all and just stop. Uh, you know, just for her to be real in that. 50 years of being in a wheelchair. 50 years, can you imagine? I can't. I can't, I can't even imagine. And look at all the good she's done. I can't remember how many wheelchairs. I think it's 100,000, and they, the goal is by 2020, they're going to have 200,000, and I might be mistaken on numbers, but I think it was 200,000 wheelchairs. 200,000 wheelchairs given to children, mostly children, but people who can't get around without a wheelchair. Pretty amazing how you take this story that could, is so tragic and, and use it for something so beautiful and wonderful. So then there's Francis Chan that comes up and he, he being real and just vulnerable and transparent said, you know, I really should read because I thought this was going to be like a round table of 10 pastors. And I'm looking out in this audience, and there are, I don't even know how many people. A lot of people. There were a lot of round tables. Each table has 10. And if I count it, I mean 200, 300 pastors and people there, not to mention the tables around the outside, which were the sponsors, which were I was in those, those uh, tables. Um, it was pretty amazing. And uh, he, he kind of just had to just be still for a minute. He goes, you know, let's pray. And. He, he couldn't even pray at first. He just was like overwhelmed because of where he was and what he was doing. And he basically just said, you know, I wasn't really prepared for this. And pretty amazing for not being prepared. Because what he allowed to happen in his humble, transparent, vulnerable self is he let the Holy Spirit take over and he let the Lord lead him. To just carry on where Johnny and friends, Johnny Erickson Tata, left off. To say that he has a prayer closet and he was talking about his prayer closet and it ended up, it was, he bought this house and it had a deck. The deck was about to fall off the side of the cliff, I guess. And so he tore it down and then the inspector said, you know, it wasn't permitted. You took it down, so therefore you can't rebuild. So then he bought this house for the deck and then he can't have the deck. He wanted the deck so he could go out there and pray to God. In, in, in this beautiful setting, and that went away. 
So then he decided to put this little prayer closet in his garage. One day the garage door was left open. The same inspector comes and says, do you have a permit for that? You can't have that in your garage. And he goes, what? And he's getting like more and more upset because he feels like every step of the way, he's not being able to have his little prayer time, which he wants to have so desperately. So then he decides to go to Home Depot. And I'm paraphrasing this and I'm, you know, a Reader's Digest version, this whole thing. But he went to Home Depot and he got a little shed, you know, those little sheds. And he put it in, um, where did he put the shed? I think in the backyard. I'm not sure where he put the shed. But then, um, and he had done Google and checked out that it was okay for somebody to have a little shed on the property. And the inspector happened to show up and said, everybody in your neighborhood is allowed to have these sheds except for your street. And, and the pastor just said, you know, um, you know I'm, I'm in this thing where I'm praying and I'm, you know, getting closer and closer to the Lord. And he mentioned that he just turned 50. I'm shocked at that. And he said that the best gift he's ever had is the gift he got. And this is an amazing year. And he said that his church family gave him a calendar for the rest of this year, stating that there is a person's name on every single day, saying that this person is fasting and praying for you the entire day. He goes, there is nothing better, especially for a pastor, but for anyone, than to, ha- to know that even on Thanksgiving... Somebody's not going to eat. They're going to fast for you and pray for you. Wow. That puts things in perspective. And and I pictured that. And I'm like going, I can understand how that was just very powerful to have that many people that are willing to sacrifice like that for him. And here he is. And uh, I I don't want to get into this too much. But he said that the thought um, that he Googled what would happen if he he actually uh, hit, socked, gotten a punching fight with this inspector he actually googled that if you can believe that he goes can you believe it here i am prayer time getting in one with the lord and i'm just totally like loving god and just feeling this holy spirit and i'm so prayerful and oh my gosh there's just nothing better than that and then the slip fly flip side of googling that and then he realized before he pushed the button that, oh, my goodness, if this actually happens and he does sock the guy, they could research that and find that he actually Googled it. Therefore, it was premeditated. It wasn't like just for that moment. I, I just I find that so amazing because what that does for me is it shows that my sin nature is normal. And it shows that no matter who it is, even Francis Chan or Johnny Erickson Tata, that they have down moments they have moments where the devil is just there tempting us to do something other than what god wants us to do which is even more why we need to be prayed up and that we need to understand who we are in christ and the name of jesus needs to be on the front of our tongue the back of our tongue and inner mind all the time the blood of jesus washes us clean white as snow we need the holy spirit to guide us pretty amazing i mean what a powerful morning i've had and just to understand that we're supposed to do all of this without complaining in philippians two fourteen, we do everything without complaining and when francis chan said that i was thinking about some of my employees and i was thinking about my employees and how i've dealt with the complaints 
from customers because expectations might not have been met to the level in which they weren't expressed properly. And so there was this mis-expectation that could have been easily resolved. And then we have the complainer, maybe the employee, who's complaining about this or that. And I'm thinking to myself, we're supposed to do everything without complaining. So now I'm going to be thinking about Philippians 2.14 about that. And he mentioned about being anchored in Scripture and needing Jesus desperately. That word desperately. That's a powerful, active word. Desperate to need Jesus. In all things, we need to have Jesus. And again, I really get annoyed when people say, oh, you know, you're, you're one of those people. You know, you just have Jesus as a crutch. You, you need a crutch. And I'm like, you know what? It's not easy living a Christian life. It's not, it's not called to be an easy life. But it's the right life. And he says out of obedience comes blessing, meaning that when we do follow him, it kind of makes a lot of decision-making a lot easier. You know, you, there's no gray. <laughs> it's pretty black and white. So uh, it says he gives grace to the humble, and, and we need to be humbled. So are you humble in your dealings with people? I'm finding that I feel that there's some companies right now that are uh, hanging on a contract. And here, here's something for you. Uh, you sign a contract, okay? And in a contract or agreement, but this is a contract, legal piece of paper that you read through and supposedly you both agree that these are the expectations that are going to follow. And so you go through that and you're going in as the buyer, let's say. The seller is saying, we are going to deliver X, Y, Z. And the buyer is saying, if you deliver X, Y, Z, then I am required to pay you X, Y, Z. Makes sense, right? It's pretty easy. So if the seller doesn't deliver, what is the responsibility of the buyer? Do they still need to pay? See, now I have this because of, uh, you know, suppliers that I might be dealing with. Um, I have it because of I have salespeople. And if they are not clear on expectations and the delivery and time frames and whatnot, I have a responsibility because they are with me. So I have to really be clear, and so do my staff, of what the expectations are. For instance, an alarm company. Okay, I've had a lot of theft, and some of you know this because I've talked about it before. And I called an alarm company to come out and help me secure my property. And I told them up front that I did not want my building. It wasn't my building that I wanted to have the alarm. It was my parking lot that was the problem. That's where all the offense was happening was my parking lot, not my building. So they proceeded to say, well, we have to do your building in order to get the parking lot. And I'm like, well, why? And then if that's what you have to do, as long as I get my parking lot secure, then do what you have to do. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I would really, really, really like it if you would go on that website. When you go on the website, there is many things that you can get. 
podcast, eight and a half years of podcast. You can download and listen at your leisure. I love that. Uh, you can also get them on iTunes and tune in and KKLA. I have found that there's an issue with KKLA, and I'm going to talk to the engineer about KKLA. Because every time I go on there to listen, I'm much better off going somewhere else. So if you have that problem, connect with me and let me know, okay? Because it could just be my phone. But I don't think so. But maybe it's just my phone. Or maybe it's just me, the operator. But I don't think so. Uh, just call me and, or email me and tell me. And so then I'll know. It's not just me or maybe it is me. Whatever. Go to Sufri's, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. When you go there, uh, connect with me first of all. I want to know who you are. I want to know how long you've been listening. I want to know what you think, how you feel. Prayer requests. If you need anything, I don't have all the answers and I don't have everything. But I do have, I've been blessed with resources. And being in the business world as long as I have and now being in ministry like I've been, um, there's just uh, connections are everywhere and i love that and i would love to share it with you if you need it but the sufri's uh website it has my tv shows two years on tv la36.org uh has videos that you can watch that have topics that uh i think would interest you like the five love languages if you don't know about that it's pretty neat i'm riding a unicycle and i'm talking about that And that can help you with your parenting skills. It can help you with your significant other. And it also can help you even with your employees is understanding the language they speak. It's very, very interesting. There's a book you can get. Fierce Conversations is another one that's really good. And then um, there's another one where I'm riding my Harley, which I haven't been on for a long time. And my son wants me to sell it. If you know somebody that would like to buy a deuce, it's for sale. My son says, Mom, I love you so much. I don't want you on that motorcycle anymore. Okay. So if you um, are interested or know somebody, get in contact with me for that. So there's a lot there for you. The I am's is something that I talk about regularly. And the I am's are uh, talking about what Christ says about you, you know, who you are in Christ. You are victorious, even though you don't feel like it sometimes. The battle's already been fought. The battle's already been won. And you are victorious. And I'm living on that one right now because sometimes I don't feel very victorious. But I'm victorious because I'm his. Not because of me, but because I'm his. And I love that. I forgot what I was talking about before that. So now I'm trying to think of what that was. Grace, humble, got that. I can do all things, I got that. I went on a rabbit trail. Um, I even said in my mind, I'm not going to forget where I was. And I did forget where I was. So, um, Francis Chan, I talked about that. I was done with that. And after Francis Chan, they had a panel. And in the panel, they talked about to, I think there were five, four or five pastors. And they were asking, why, are you, why did you choose to be in ministry? And they told their story of how that happened. And one thing that was very clear is that um, don't go into ministry unless you're called unless you're truly called because it's not easy to be in ministry and the devil's going to do everything he can to knock you down because he doesn't want us to help other people understand who they are and, and for other people to get saved. And that word saved is interesting because we need a savior. We need a savior. 
when I get into an elevator, sometimes I'll say, if I'm in the business mode, I'll say, when was your last termite inspection? And everybody thinks I'm nuts. Uh, and sometimes I'll say, what happens when you die? You know, do you know what happens when you die? What do you think happens when you die? Well, I don't really know. I haven't given it much thought. Really? Well, what do you think happens when you die? I say, well, I think I'm going to go and meet my Heavenly Father. And uh, there's no pain, no suffering. There's no tears. All of those wonderful things. And I said, I want to be there. And I want the Lord to look at me and say, well done. Good and faithful servant. That's what I want. I want that. So all in all, this day has been amazing, desperately needing Jesus. It puts things into perspective. It puts us, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening in your life right now, if you truly just take time to just read his word, let it sink in, digest it, and grasp his love. Because the love, not the judgment, but the love is what can heal, can break the bondage. It can set you free. The unforgiveness, the unworthiness, it washes this away from you to where you can receive what he has for you. And that happened to me a long time ago, about 13 years ago. And that isn't when I first accepted the Lord, but it's when I really, truly um, just got freed from the bondage of unforgiveness, unworthiness, that isolation, everything the devil does to us. And, you know, it, it, it just happens like a slow fade. It's not something where he hits you over the head and said, I'm going to get you now. You know, he comes and he wants to just devour you. So if you put the word devour, pretty strong word, and you put desperate, desperately needing Jesus so that we don't get devoured from the devil, Wow. Powerful. Now, that didn't come from today, but it did come from the Lord. That wasn't said today. That was just said right now, and that's the Holy Spirit talking, saying, desperately seek me. Seek me. Seek your heavenly Father, Jesus. Don't be devoured by the devil. And he is the one that can free you. He can set you free from anything you're going through. And no matter what you're going through, relatively speaking, we can't be just the hearer of the word, but we have to be the doer of the word. Last week I talked about your actions. Speak louder than your words. So we need to be hearers, but we also need to be doers. Now you're not saved by what you do. There are some religions that say the more you do, you know, the more chances you have to get into heaven but man i am so glad that my heavenly father says that you are saved by grace it's not by how much i do because i could wear myself out i already pretty much do but i'm not saved because of what i'm doing i'm doing what god's calling me to do and he's given me the passion and the gifts to do that and he's given you passion and he's given you gifts and if there's something that's snuffing that passion out you need to identify that and, and, and get yourself to where you can let your light shine. 
let your light shine. In all things, give thanks and let your light shine. There's a little tiny kid's song like that. And it's so true that we cannot let our light get snuffed out. We can't be around people that are going to tell us we're not. Because Jesus says you are. And he is. And he wants all of you. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord. That song, Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. Any opportunity to sin, say to Jesus, I need you. Francis Chan, I wrote here, and it says, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Reading the word of God and loving it. And then he said, Holy, holy, holy. And then he read John 15. And John 15 talks about, I am the true vine. Talks about bearing fruit. Read John 15. It's one of the first verses Francis Chan memorized. And I'm going to go back. I have my Bible here and I'm going to read that chapter to abide in the vine, to love one another. Awesome. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you until next week. Bye. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.